Hello and welcome to the Four Comic Junkies podcast, when the comics aren't enough and you need a little extra fix. I'm your host, JJ Hodges, and um, well, this is an episode that I, uh, I guess, truthfully, I never thought I'd have to record. Um, our, uh, uh, for a whole generation, our Batman is uh, has passed away, Kevin Conroy. Uh, unfortunately lost his battle to cancer and we uh, we're uh, our world is all the sadder for it I think um, joining me today is uh, of course Nick Zed- Nick Zednick uh, from the vigilante 1939 show um, or podcast I should say yeah same thing <laughs> uh, Nick uh, h- how you doing man JJ I'm doing great all things considered I know we both wish we were joining on different circumstances here i am uh, i'm truly honored that you invited me on for this beautiful trivia episode i'm not gonna lie i was getting a little emotional you just reading off that intro because like you just said too it does still feel a little unreal and and the the amount of emotion is is definitely still hitting me but nonetheless i'm happy to be here and and pay tribute to this wonderful man Uh, i'm i'm glad you're here you know it's uh i tried to record an episode by myself and it came across kind of strange to me. <laughs> um, and it's like, I, I feel like I need to talk to somebody, you know? Um, yeah. And it's because I don't think it's uh, hyperbolic to say that this, you know, Kevin, Kevin was our hero, you know, he, you know, as much as he was Batman for, you know, he, you know, he really, he, he was just a beautiful man, a real hero in real life. Just uh if anybody out there has DC Universe Infinite, I or a comic book shop near you, I highly, highly recommend checking out uh, the DC Pride anthology from 2022. Uh, reading uh, Finding Batman, uh, there's an the last chapter is an autobiography about Kevin getting the job as Batman in his uh, his past, and uh, a, a lot of it I knew. I've listened to a bunch of interviews with him over the years, but um, I mean the how kind of a soul he was and how beautiful of a man he was just inside and out uh given his upbringing given what he went through especially in the in the 80s during the AIDS epidemic I mean it's it's remarkable really when you think about it you know mm-hmm. yeah it's um and also to your point too you know it, it it's a true testament to somebody's character in real life when nobody has a bad thing to say about you Oh, yeah. And that's kind of like how I would describe Kevin Conroy is that, you know, he was just this beautiful soul that um, always has and always will be the voice of Batman. When I read a Batman comic book, even when I watch a Batman movie, whether it's live action or animated, and it's not the voice of Kevin Conroy, I still hear his voice. Mm-hmm. That's how synonymous I think he is with Batman. And just to hear all the amount of love and support for his family and, you know, people of Susan Eisenberg who voiced Wonder Woman in a Just League animated series, did a beautiful thought of tweets. And, you know, Lauren Lester, who voiced uh, Robin, I mean, I couldn't, like, shed enough tears streaming down my eye just reading that uh, beautiful post. I don't think Will Fidel is on social media anymore. I think he was at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he's just grieving the loss in his own way. But he, of course, voiced uh, Terry McGinnis, and I know they worked really, really close together. But um, it's to your point, you know, it's uh, the loss, especially of him, you know, losing the battle to cancer is definitely one that hits uh, close to home for me. And it is very unfortunate that a man of his uh, stature, unfortunately, lost that battle because you, you you definitely felt, I think, the weight of his loss, too. You know, it's um, we were just talking a little bit off air, too. You know, we both kind of strolled into work and um, I had just started work and I found out that he passed away. And it was a very just emotional day, you know, for me to kind of work through that. Chip, yeah. as it was, I'm sure for you, because I mean, he is Batman. I mean, you know, Batman animated series uh, was my childhood, and you know, and it felt like when he passed away, it's like my childhood kind of rests with him. You know, it's like I lost my childhood essentially on that day. So, but uh, just because we lose something doesn't mean we can't pay tribute to it. Are we that we can't hold on to it. Uh, it wonderful way to put it. Um, and, and and you're right. You know, it was because I think for for both of us. Um, it was, you know, like seeing a text or seeing a tweet or whatever that just said, like, he, he was gone. Our initial, both of us, you know, agreed that our initial reaction was, no, 
that's not true. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the man was only 66 years old. That's really not that old. You know, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm 35, you know, so it's, <laughs> you know, no. I'm <clears throat> not terribly far behind in there. Um, but it, it, but, you know, like you said, the fact that nobody has a, a, a bad thing to say about him, it, it really says a lot about his character. And, you know, when, you know, did you ever have the pleasure of meeting him at a convention? No, I didn't, you know, and, and it's funny. What it's not funny, you know, it's, it's, it would, it, it would have probably been one of the best moments of my life. I'd imagine, you know, we have so many mutuals that have actually had that pleasure, Yeah, you know, like yourself, like Pete Vera from Batman on film, you know, a few mm-hmm. other people that have uh, had the gracious pleasure of just being in the same room with him. You know, he just, even like when you watch interviews with him, he always just felt like a gracious person to be around. And yeah. he kind of always loved to do, uh, classic lines, you know, that people would be like, Hey, can you say this line from Mask of the Phantasm? Cause it's awesome. And he'd be like, Oh, wait, just give me a minute. Right. And like, yeah. he would do it so graciously. And I think those are moments that as a fan, you would obviously love to uh, witness in person, but yeah. What was that like? Obviously meeting him. It, I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I'm sure I've said this story before on the show, but it's, uh, I, I, I don't get starstruck at these things, you know, like I've met, um, you know, I, I, if anything, my, my first thought might be, you know, I, when I, like, for example, that I, my sister and I did a photo op with Stephen Amell and my first thought was like, Oh my God, this guy is tall. Like, <laughs> it's like, I, I knew he was yeah. tall, but like, Oh my gosh, like standing mm-hmm. next to him, I'm dwarfed. Uh, but I, I was starstruck meeting him. It was, uh, it was 11 years ago. The first time I saw him, um, it was right before the, uh, Arkham city video game came out. So he was at a table signing uh, the Arkham City posters, which I have upstairs. And, uh, and you know, I had a couple comics for him to sign because obviously yeah, we knew he was going to be there. And, uh, it, you know, we got up to the table and he looked at me, big smile. Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. And I was like, yeah. sign, can you please think? And, and he was like, uh, <laughs> okay. And I think I kind of mm-hmm. made him a little nervous. Like, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, probably I, not I, you were the celebrity. <laughs> maybe but i yeah. uh but you know i i snapped out of it and you know we we talked for a minute or two and um i only you know i met him another time and i was dressed as uh what i called um batman of bruce wayne was poor so mm-hmm. it was a, a black trench coat fingerless gloves uh batman shirt and then like the smoky eyes you know um very bad man begins with you i like it. yeah a little bit <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh and he he was the only one of, of all the people i met uh including like other cosplayers that asked what i was and i said i was batman if bruce wayne was poor and he thought that was hysterical like he just threw his head back and laughed and and that made me feel really good i was like oh okay like he gets it you know <laughs> yeah. um the last time i saw him was actually um uh, during the pandemic, uh, I got I treated myself to a virtual meet and greet, and so I talked to him for a few minutes, and and it was, you know, it, it, and and no offense to these these people that do these things, you know, sometimes you can tell they're only kind of in it for for the paycheck, or you know, they you know, you know, it's like there's I don't know how to put it because I, I I've never really had a bad experience, but you could tell that sometimes they're just kind of like, okay, yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. You know, oh, nice to see you. Here you go. You know, for the most part, you know, uh, they're all, they're, they're all cordial and pleasant, but he actually just was like, he always seemed excited to be there and, you know, and seeing him with that virtual meet and greet. And that's in, in that situation, it's, it's nice because it is just the two of us. Um, He's, he was just so sweet and, and, you know, had a big smile that it just, it, it felt genuine, you know, it felt like he was, you know, maybe not excited to meet me, but excited to meet a fan, which was cool, you know? Yep. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, just to your point, like, like you said, you know, he just, he always just came across as um, he really took the responsibility of just being Batman, both, you know, as the voice and, you know, outside of being the voice of Batman, just very seriously. Right. And mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy, you know, he, what started that. So, I mean, the first season series came out or episode 92, right? And, right. Um, 
probably started doing at around 91, I would imagine. So, you know, you think of like the impact that he, that he had and considering, you know, it's not like the series ran from 92 to today. Right. I mean, it only ran throughout, you know, for a few years and, you know, he always, he always kept that persona. I think of Batman, I think that's what really uh, means. I think a lot to, to somebody like you and somebody like me and, you know, to other uh, Batman fans, you know, that is that, you know, say what you will about, the animated series being the blueprint, being the mark of uh, pop culture. He is the reason for that, you know, and him and yep. Mark Hamill and all the other incredible cast members that, that they had throughout that show. But, you know, there was always something about Kevin Conway's voice of being Batman and, you know, him just understanding that impact and that responsibility, you know, being at conventions and, you know, trying to always greet everybody with respect and admiration, you know, because we all know, you know, those conventions aren't easy, you know, I mean, you know, you meet over a thousand people a day, you know, to have that amount of energy, you know, to give everybody that same courtesy and respect is hard. But, you know, from yep. every video that I've seen and every story you've told me and other people have told me, you know, he, he always did it with grace, you know, and uh, I think that's what hurts the most is that we lose people like that, you know. Uh, yeah, And that's that's 100 percent right, you know, um, feeling you know, when, when the good ones are taken, it hurts so much more. Um, it, it's, you know, and because he was such a gracious person, he was, and I think he was one of the, the few celebrities that sort of understood that he's not where he is without the fans. You know, he, he would not be in the position he is. And, um, and I think that that's, that's humbling in a lot of ways for, for people like that. And, you know, you, you, you know, cause I, you see that a lot with people I've heard horror stories about celebrities, you know, for, you know, even before the whole, uh, before the whole rust thing, I had heard mm-hmm. horror stories about Alec Baldwin and it's like, it's like, come on, man. Like, you know, you're, you're not at all where you are without people buying movie tickets. So don't sit there and act like you're better than everybody else. Um, whereas Kevin Conroy was very much like, you know, they, they asked him, you know, when he, it, when he went in to be Batman, he was like, oh, okay, I'll give it a shot. And then who would have known 30 years later, he's, he was still doing it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. from the, the TV shows to the video games, um, and even to Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, just, you know, I, I remember when they announced him, I was so excited. And then they were like, oh, he's like a Kingdom Come inspired Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And then I'm even more excited. And then, you know, just that first moment where you don't even see him at first. He just, you just hear his voice. Yep. It just—it's like, oh, you know, that's that's Batman, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you know, say what you will about you know the semantics of you know his portrayal, you know, whether or not you know we liked it or not. I think it was still pretty, pretty awesome that you know they got the guy that a lot of people synonymize with Batman, you know, to yep. to do that one cameo, which I thought was 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 pretty cool, man. You know, it, yep. and I mean, I think it was, you know, at the time, I think it was a cool spot on thing. You know, hey, we're gonna do this Kingdom Come twist version of of Batman and we're going to get Kevin Conroy to say his, you know, iconic voice in a big screen capacity. You know, I mean, I think to, to really go out on that moment too, if you really think about it, um, I guess kind of cemented his future, I guess, or his legacy, I should say, um, is Batman. For sure. And, and I, and I don't know, like I, I loved that performance because, you know, it, I mean, you, you know, I, I think a lot of people were upset because, he wasn't he wasn't playing like the animated series Batman, yeah. but in in my opinion, and and this is what I said to him when we did the virtual uh, meet and greet. I I thought I said like I I was excited that you were a different version of Batman. I liked mm-hmm. that, you know, um, maybe technically speaking, more like a Justice Lord Batman, uh, you know. <laughs> sure. But uh, <laughs> but but being, but also, just from a story point of view. It was cool to have that moment because it mirrored, you know, Kate Kane's journey in the series at that point. So she got to see kind of a twisted version of what she could become. Um, and the whole Kate Kane thing got botched anyway. That's a whole different conversation. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I, I rewatched that, uh, at least those scenes frequently because mm-hmm. I, you know, at, at the, at the end of the day, like he was a, you know, he was a Juilliard trained actor, you know, he was an actor's actor. He could say, 
two, three, four words, and there's so much subtext there that you can just dissect. Like we could take a, a line of dialogue from the show and and we could probably spend an hour talking about it. Like, well, I think what he was saying was this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's another rare thing with, with a lot of actors, you know. Mm-hmm. Um in Batman the Animated Series was this rare, perfect storm of like, holy shit, they got they got the they got the look right, they got the music right, they got the the casting right, you know, they got the the marketing right you know i mean like it's everything about it and, and having lived through it you know i remember buying all those toys and uh and playing with them all the time and and then reading comic books suddenly that's you know kevin's voice in my head um you know to the point where when um the uh they started <clears throat> excuse me when they were starting to do the dc animated movies um instead of the tv shows regularly they uh when they announced uh, Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, mm. they had like a, a sizzle reel uh, trailer behind the scenes thing. And they had, you know, Kevin and Tim Daly saying, like they're literally saying lines from the comic book in the movie. Yeah, And I was, I was like, oh my gosh, it's not in my head anymore. They're actually saying it, you know? And that's, yeah. that, was, that was an amazing feeling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, that that's a wonderful point, you know, to your point, I think it's, you know, especially now, like when we're, when we're talking about it, you know, it's like, I don't really think it, I mean, it, it matters more to people that obviously grew up, you know, with, you know, his character as Batman, but even like, if, you know, if you were somebody like me, like, you know, I grew up kind of on the cusp of it. Um, so I remember when it was still airing on like Cartoon Network, and that's why he is my Batman. Yep. Um, even if you're still watching the show now, you know, I think you can still kind of understand um, his impact and his his importance you know to you know to batman because i mean like you said i mean think of all the iconic uh lines that he's delivered and all the iconic stories that he's been uh able to you know be the voice of right i mean whether that was mask of the phantasm or return of the joker or like you said public enemies sub-zero uh the list just goes on and on and on and you know and, and to to hear some of those lines, you know, like, especially like, like you just said too, especially if you know that comic book, yeah. like imagine like that's being said, like whether it's in an animated format or like in a live action form, but just how cool it is, you know? Yeah. I think that's what really matters uh, to me. And like, just the way that he delivers it too. Like, it's just, it, it just, it brings chills down my spine. Just thinking of it too, how I just literally watched the video of him um, saying the iconic line from the dark Knight returns. Yeah, um, I, like, yeah, I got my foot on your door. Like, I don't even want a mask because I can't say it as good <laughs> as good as he does. But like, right. it's like people just like in awe of him just delivering it. So, yeah, there was uh, when, you know, that that same Comic-Con I was talking about. Um, so that was uh, it was literally literally the weekend before because they came out the same day. The, the Batman year one movie and the Arkham City video game came out. So mm-hmm. I remember having I had taken that like you know, slanted week off of work that Wednesday to Tuesday or Wednesday, Wednesday, whatever it was. Uh, mm-hmm. So that Tuesday I could buy the Arkham City game and the Batman Year One movie and, and watch and then play the game. Uh, and obviously he was he's not in the um, Batman Year One movie. But uh, so at, at that signing, it was, you know, him signing Arkham City posters and Bruce Tim and Andrea Romano signing the uh, Batman Year One posters. And uh, And the other thing they talked about that was like, several months down the line was the justice league doom movie and and they showed a couple clips from it and uh, and it was so it was so funny like he was such a he was such a performer where um they they talked about all oh, the it's based on tower of babel and you know Bat, batman's uh contingency plans for the justice league get stolen and you know and then they have to try and scramble to help each other and stop the bad guys and you know and then he in his batman voice goes you know Hey, nobody's perfect. Damn iPhone, and and we yeah. all just lost it. My sister and I, we were there that day. We 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 quote that to this day. You know, <laughs> you know, um, it's yeah. Real quick, it's actually funny you bought up um, Justice League Doom and Tower of Babel because I actually just got the deluxe edition, like as we're recording. Oh yeah, uh, today in the mail. So and um, I I'll always remember that line, and I want you to please continue that story because it's awesome. <laughs> Um, I'll always remember like that ending line of like when Superman was like, you know, you had a contingency plan to take down all of us, but like 
what was yours? And he just like the Justice League. And I'm like, that line is still like one of my favorite lines just ever, yeah. ever, ever. So I'm sad, excuse me, but yeah. No, no, it, I, I, you know, I, I love that you're saying that. And it, it was, it was so great because, you know, they, everybody's asking like, what's it like to come back into the role? And, and he's yeah. like, he's like, I, I never really left, you know? And it's, it's just, it's so cool to feel like, you know, and, and like I said, it was, it was funny because we're, we're in the audience and, and uh, they're like, Oh, we're going to be doing a signing here in a little bit. You know, does anybody have any more questions? And, and my sister turns to me and she's like, we need to go down to that signing right now <laughs> so we like we like skipped out and ran down there so we were i don't think we were first in line but we were almost first in line um so and then they came down a few minutes later um so i'm forever grateful to her for saying that <laughs> yeah right um and you know he you know and what was great was uh when the uh, batman the animated series uh, excuse me <clears throat> batman the animated series was released on blu-ray Again, I was at New York Comic Con, and they had a um, uh, a panel for it, and they talked about and and somebody asked him if he was to play Batman in live action, what would he do differently? And he said, "I wouldn't do anything differently. You know, voice acting is acting, and and that's what he did in Crisis. You know, he was Batman, right? You know, for all intents and purposes. And and I just and I was so happy seeing that. Like, he said, I feel like I've seen a bunch of interviews with actors where they're like." Oh, I wouldn't change a thing if I played the character again, and then they change it all up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, whereas another good example might be like Charlie Cox's Daredevil. He played Daredevil sim- similarly from Netflix mm-hmm. to She-Hulk. Um, so I was happy about that. There's, but having that consistency is important to us as the fans. You know, going from, especially playing, technically speaking, different versions of Batman, going from the animated series to you know the the animated movies because technically like the gotham knight movie is a batman begins sequel you know yeah so he's playing the christian bale batman but he's still playing it his way you know the batman of zur and r in uh raven the bold right you know that was yeah still him as batman and that's an episode i revisit often too because it's just so cool to see him play batman you know and then like a clark kent version of bruce wayne right (laughs) um Mm -hmm. And and the way he plays it is just so funny, you know. Like he's channeling his inner Christopher Reeve, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's it's. I, I do want to tell this story because it was it's so funny. He was talking about how when he was doing the animated series, you know, they they had like early recordings. So he's he went to the post office like first thing in the morning, and I guess there was some homeless man that was outside the post office, and like kind of like woke up and scared him, and he was like. He's like, wait a second, are you Kevin Conroy? And and Kevin, the way he told the story was like, he was like, I thought I was looking at a ghost. He's like, is this my future? What? Who is this guy? And <laughs> and then he was like, you're Batman. And and I was like, how do you know that? Nobody knows that because at the time there's no internet, you know. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, yeah, no, you're Batman. Everybody knows Batman. That's so mm-hmm. cool, man. And he was like, well, thank you. I'm I'm I'm, you know, it's it's nice to meet you. And he said. You got to say the line, man. You got to say the line. So he goes, I am vengeance. Yeah, man, do it. I am the knight. Yeah, bring it home. I am Batman. And then somebody like a, a block away. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and 20 told- years later, we're saying that back to that same person. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He told that story and we all lost it. Even yeah. I think. I think some of the people on the panel hadn't even heard that story. So they were cracking up and oh, it was awesome. just, Oh my God. First of all, to hear him say the F word was amazing, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Oh my gosh, that, that's, that might be my favorite Kevin Conroy story. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a good one. Uh, I mean, it's, and that's the thing. I, I, I don't even want to ask you what your favorite performance is. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you would probably say, Bruce Wayne from Batman Beyond, um, sure. but uh, it's but it's also like I feel like whatever whatever I'm watching is my favorite. Like for example, mm-hmm. before we were recording, I was just watching uh, Justice League action, yeah. and and I and I hadn't I have the DVDs, but I haven't watched it in a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was rewatching that, going, you know, this is like this is great, you know, <laughs> just this, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it he's still playing it the same way. 
even though he gets to be slightly funnier, slightly lighter, but it's still yeah. his Batman, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he, yeah, he doesn't and, change like, it. Yeah, to your credit, too, those were always like some of my favorite moments, even as I'm sure they um, were yours when he always got to be a little bit different than what his usual voice is, right? Like when he got to play older, which is why I, I admire his taking yeah, yeah. Batman Beyond so much, or when he had to play a little bit slightly younger, like he did in Mask of the Phantasm, right? It's mm-hmm. it's it was always like those different comical things that always those subtle differences that you were like, man, this guy is good. Like like yeah. when you're watching this, right? Because it's it's like you said, like we've been saying this this whole show, you know, it's like you know, to see Batman on screen is one thing, but like to literally like hear the voice of Batman. Like it's yep. like, you know, you watch the animated series and I'm like, I don't think I could ever imagine anybody else sounding differently than Kevin Conroy yep. as that Batman. And I'm glad I'll never have to to be to be quite uh to be quite frank. But um it it is such such a just a true uh testament to just like the way that he took his crap so seriously, like you said too. I mean mm-hmm. uh, you know Kevin Conway will always be to Batman, you know, what Mark Hamill is to Joker, right? And, and absolutely that one that one that one's another one when hopefully that's way, 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 way down down <laughs> the line in our in our lifetime, you know. Um we'll we'll have to do that one. But um yeah, I mean I like you said, I, I don't think I can ever really pick a, a bat. He never had a bad performance quite frankly, but as a favorite oh, no. performance, I mean uh, yeah, I mean, it's just tough because, you know, you, like you said, you went from Batman animated series to Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and he did Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. And it's almost in a way, too, if I can tell, you know, this real quick story is that, sure. you know, it's I'm very just grateful, too, because, you know, even though, yes, you know, he did do the Arkham games and there were other animated movies that he did uh, throughout that time. But for the longest time, you know, the last time I heard his voice as Batman was the epilogue episode of Justice League Unlimited. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like that. That's another one that really kind of uh, hits even more home for me, too, is, you know, because until those other movies came out, uh, that was the last time I heard Conway's voice and Fidel's voice, I guess, for that matter. Yeah. Um, respectfully, is Batman and Bruce Wayne. And, and if that was the last time that I heard uh, each of them, you know, is Batman and Bruce Wayne. I think that's a pretty, pretty cool way to uh, to go out as is, is their characters, I would think. I. You know, that's so well said, too, because it's, uh, you know, and, and that's an episode that a lot of people, I love seeing those memes on Facebook or Twitter that that say, like, it, it, anybody, anyone who ever asked, why is Batman my favorite superhero? I point to the, the mm-hmm. ace scene in epilogue. And yeah. and it's it's moving. It's heartbreaking. And, and I rewatched it this past weekend, you know, uh, yeah. and, and it is. It's moving. It's beautiful because you just feel like, like, wow, like you know it you know it like i said he could he put on this voice and it and no disrespect to you know the other actors who've played batman in, in other animated forms but sometimes you can hear the voice crack a little bit yeah um whereas his never did like he was he like when he was bruce wayne when he was batman he was all in yeah and uh, and, and even something as simple as when they were doing Batman Beyond, I think for like they they they've said this in interviews. They they I think they considered for like two seconds maybe we should cast an older actor to mm-hmm. play Bruce Wayne, and then they said, "Nah, now we're going with Kevin," yep. and and that was hundred percent the right choice. Even though he was, you know, in his early forties at the time, yep. he's convincingly played like an eighty-year-old man. Mm-hmm. That's you know that's amazing. And even better than that is that 10 years later, him, or almost 10 years later, doing the, the Gotham Knight movie, he has to play a 25-year-old Bruce Wayne, and again, convincingly does it, mm-hmm. you know, whereas Will Friedle, you know, he, he's, even now, in his 40s, he still has a young-sounding voice, yep. you know, and that's why he always gets cast as, like, teenagers and such, you know, <laughs> like, he'll always be, you know, Ron Stoppable, right? Um right. And even like Terry McGinnis, when um, when they they've done like like when they did Justice League and stuff, and he would cameo, it's like, well, yeah, it's it's of course it's going to be Wilfred L. Um, yeah. And and I love that, you know, hearing um, uh, you know Kevin was on his podcast, the um, I Hear Voices podcast. You know that that show. Yep. Um, and they talked about that how 
that the Terry Bruce relationship was a lot like the Will Kevin relationship that, you know, Wilfred L had never done voiceover. So he didn't, he went in pretty green and Kevin was like, you know, like sit up straight, you know, like, like, you know, you know, do this, you know, try this, you know, just, and he gave him, and he just freely gave him acting tips, not, not to be a jerk, but to help his performance because that's the best thing you can do as an actor is help your other actor because Andrea Romano understood what Warner Brothers understood back then was if we get all the actors together, we're going to get the performances are going to be a thousand times better. Oh, yeah. And, and it really shows in, in those shows and in, in the Batman animated and the, uh, in some of the animated movies, they did it, they did it that way. And, you know, Justice League, Batman Beyond, you know, it, it, it makes a difference that these things have stood the test of time, you know, mm-hmm. of course the animation is beautiful and the stories are amazing, but those, those voice performances, there's a reason that at cons, you know, Kevin's line would circle the, you know, it would seem at least that it would circle around the whole arena. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and even like Wolfred, L would say, Oh, I didn't, mine wasn't as long, but, but no, it, it, it is because right. Batman beyond was important, you know, to a lot of us growing up. I was lucky enough to meet him a few years ago and, uh, and, and just feeling like, and again, taking a page out of the Kevin Conroy book, he was excited. Like he signed a Batman beyond comic for me, you know, and, and he seemed excited to meet me. And I told him I had just rewatched Batman beyond and he was like, it holds up, doesn't it? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, and same Good with answer, the, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and, and same with the, the, uh, the animated series, you know, just, yeah rewatching rewatching that I'm, I'm sitting there going you know what's funny is that you know we were talking about the um the adventures of batman and there's a nostalgia to that there's a nostalgia to super friends but you know it, it's 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 a little bit of a hard rewatch because it's it's of its time um and it's not bad at all it's just sort of like you have to kind of put it in your head okay well this was made in the 60s or 70s or whatever whereas batman the animated series could have been made yesterday you know yeah and and all those actors, you know, especially Kevin Conroy, really just they gave performances. They weren't they weren't being cartoon characters. They were they were being those characters, right? You know, mm. if that makes any sense, it sounded like a weird sentence. <laughs> no, you know what? And and I actually personally really, really love, like really love that you shared, you know, the story of how much he took his, you know, his crap so seriously, you know, giving acting lessons to probably a young kid that is really coming off of a hot show in Boy Meets World that, you know, he probably really didn't have to. Like, he probably could just let the kid, you know, do the performance he thought he could. But, you know, it was right. a testament to who he was as a person too. Like you said, and why I'll, I'll always admire the animated series, whether that's Batman, Justice League, Batman Beyond. Just because, like, you said it so beautifully, you know, all those people were in a room together and there was just there's just something so beautiful about doing something in person and with other people and just watching and listening to this like magical experience happen like right in front of you right like it's like you think of like how advanced technology is today like you and i could record an animated episode right now and warner brothers can can put it out in two months and we we never even met in person right, right? and it's like we could be batman and robin right now if we wanted to we've never even met each other in real life we're just gonna voice the characters and it is what it is, right? But it's it, it's the fact that you know they all got together, they all took it so seriously. Um, it just it created that much more of a magical uh, legacy for me. Is the fact that you know there's videos and there's stories out there. There was even I think um, Andrea Romano. I think actually you might have sent this to me. Um, hosted this kind of watch party of them kind of doing like this. Um, this uh, they were doing some kind of like play version of an episode of Batman, the animated series or justice league where they did some like reenactment. Excuse that's Oh yeah. That was during the pandemic. Yeah. 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 Um, and they, and they, they got who they could together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just awesome. It was just awesome seeing them do it. And mm-hmm. Andrea Romano, uh, Romano, I think, you know, I think it was real Fidel Conroy and, and uh, it was Rosen, Michael Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum. Yeah. And it was like the way that she was killing them and the way that they were just taking it so seriously. Yeah. Um. It just it's awesome seeing seeing that kind of stuff and seeing them just take it so seriously because it's it's a fun thing in the pandemic, right? But it's right. It felt so cool, like especially even that you sent that to me. Well, you know, it, and what was cool about it was that you know it, it was just sort of a a fun thing they were doing. I think it was a a fundraiser, you know, so you could send money into for a charity or something. Yeah. But yep. 
you know, it, you know, and, and they could have just been goofing off the whole time, and you could tell a little bit that they were, but yeah. for the most part, all of them, you know, and it was, it was, yeah, because it was Rosenbaum, um, uh, Wilfred L., Kevin Conroy, and Cree Summer that did it. And uh, was it from Return of the Joker? Actually, now no, that I'm thinking about it, it it was uh, the Out of the Past episode, the oh, Rachel Bull episode gotcha. of Batman Beyond. Yeah. Uh, I gotta look that yeah. back up. Actually, now you mentioned it, um, yeah. but, I, it uh, had to be one of those. Two. <laughs> yeah, because because yeah. Rosenbaum wasn't in it. Well, actually, well, he was. He was like a bit part, but yeah. he he put on a British accent and played uh, Raish in that. Yeah. Um, but it, but you know, and and there's a funny bit in it too, where you know Andrea's trying to give directions. She says, "Okay, so Batman," and both Will and Kevin go, "Yes." You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that that yep. was a that was a funny moment there, and because mm-hmm. it just it, again it goes to show that that's how synonymous. Um, you know especially kevin is with the role that yep you know e- even in that situation he's he has the script in front of him he's not playing batman he, he literally isn't batman in that episode he's just uh you know but that's still like he's going to answer to that because that's mm-hmm. what he's used to doing <laughs> and and again you know, like i said in, in that episode he goes from 80 year old bruce wayne to going the lazarus pit to becoming you know like 35 year old bruce wayne yep. you know, like halfway through and and he's still and he puts on the different voice so you can hear him younger mm-hmm. and and that's you know and that's just so cool like it says you know it says so much about how seriously he took it and that he wasn't just you know playing around you know he was like you know and, and another thing that andrea has always said about him that when they were doing recording sessions if there were actors that hadn't done voiceovers or were kind of nervous because it is kind of a weird situation and especially when you have to say lines of dialogue, like, you know, I'm being rejuvenated by the Lazarus pit. It's hard to say stuff like that, you know, right? (laughs) Um, you know, and and take it seriously. Whereas Kevin would kind of joke around and try and loosen everybody up. And she, Mm. and she recognized that she was like, I I see what you're doing. You're trying to get everybody to calm down and, and just have fun and just be loose and, and to, you know, to act, you know? Um, And, and I remember, um, you know, one of my favorite Comic-Con memories was going to, I met James Marsters from uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Um, and, and I asked him, I was like, I was like, do you ever feel ridiculous with some of these lines of dialogue you have to say? Like when you're talking about, you know, some magical thing in Buffy or calling Tom Welling Kal-El, do you ever feel ridiculous? <laughs> and, and he looked me straight in the face and he said, oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's the, it's the craft, man. You gotta, you know, you gotta get in the head of the character. You gotta, Yep. deliver it sincerely and that's how you know and there's a <laughs> an interview with mark hamill about the first star wars movie like his audition when he had to yeah. say some ridiculous thing and all he could think was like nobody talks like this but <laughs> he just delivered it as sincerely as he could and it, and it really shows that you know kevin and mark and of course james and his stuff could put on these voices but still and, and make believable performances. You know, there's a reason that these these have stood the test of time. There's a reason that, you know, years later when they were doing these animated movies, that the fans wanted Kevin Conroy, Tim Daly, Mark Hamill. They they wanted them to come back for these things because, yeah. you know, why why mess with perfection? You know, <laughs> so it's like, oh, we're doing yeah. a we're doing this. You know, we're doing a Justice League movie. All right, let's just cast the Justice League. Like, yeah, right. duh. <laughs> that makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> of course. And, you know, it is kind of um, unfortunate, too, because I guess, you know, not that we really know how far they, you know, ever really got, but, you know, there always was that uh, lingering idea of a reunion of some sort. Right, uh, right. You know, with that same cast. You know, I know there was that other Justice League movie that came out, and I don't think they were able to get everybody, but they were able to get uh, some people. That JL movie that came out, I think it was The Fatal Five. Right, um, right. But, you know, of the OG cast, you know, I think there was this idea that they wanted to get together, whether, you know, it was for another animated movie or episode of some sort. And especially in this, you know, nostalgia golden age that we're living right now, I, I can only just picture like just how cool uh, that would have been if because I I'm sure they would have pulled it off somehow. Oh, yeah. um, but, you know, now it's going to be one of those things like, you know, it won't it won't feel right because Conway is not there. And I don't right. think that they would really want to do it without him, you know? So um, it is, like you said, it is kind of one of those 
beautiful things and poetic things, you know, had that, you know, happen for him, for us, but um, it's tragic. Like you said, too, you know, it's, you know, yeah. it, it embrace, embrace the beauty in life, you know, every, every day that you can. It, you know, and, and I think Kevin probably learned that early on, like we were talking about before with the, the, the AIDS pan, you know, the AIDS epidemic, you know, he, you know, uh, you know, Nico and I talked about Tick, Tick, Boom last year and, uh, you know, all about Jonathan Larson and, and Larson was going through the same thing. I mean, well, Larson wasn't gay, but, um, but he was watching a lot of his friends die mm -hmm. and it's, and you, you can only imagine that everybody in that situation that was going through it is, and, and Kevin being a gay man was, you know, and he says that in the Finding Batman story, he says, I, I was worried I might be next, yeah. you know, and, and I can only imagine what that must have been like. It's that's scary, right? You know, because the, the slur for it back then was the gay cancer, you know, yeah. um, <clears throat> and it, it, so it's, it, it had to have been terrifying thinking that um, at, at any second, this thing could get me and, you know, and, and it wasn't that, I, I, I'm not 100% sure what it was. Uh, I know, oh, I read that it was cancer. Uh, but that's already, you know, a, a a scary thought. You know, I know I have some friends that have had cancer and luckily most of them have gotten through it right. or, you know, it's gone into remission. But that's that's also, sadly enough, a rare thing, right? You know, that it's like, oh, well, it's, you know, like, you know, uh, well, I, I felt like I got lucky or, you know, I mm -hmm. had to keep going or whatever. Uh, and that's what he did. You know, he you know, he found the beauty in life and he channeled it into his work, obviously, mm -hmm. um, you know, and for the, for the better, because we're, we're all, we're all better off having, having, excuse me, having had his Batman. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and like we were saying, I, I, I can't, I can't read a Batman comic. I don't hear Ben Affleck. I don't hear Michael Keaton. You know, I don't hear uh, Jason Amaro who's done it in some of the more recent films or even Jensen Ackles who I think has done a good job with like the long Halloween film mm -hmm. you know but they're, they're all really just <laughs> essentially doing you know maybe not the live action guys but the animated guys they're essentially just doing Kevin Conroy impressions and that's and you know and we and I feel like us as the fans I, at least for me I can always tell you know <laughs> like yeah. a, you know and I'm sure he's a very nice guy but it's part of the reason I don't like Troy Baker's Joker because he mm -hmm. just sounds like he's doing a Mark Hamill impression and yeah. it's a good impression, but it also just, sometimes it no, just bugs me. Yeah. yeah. It just bugs me. Cause it's like, well, if Hamill's six figures, maybe he's only five figures and that's why they cast him right. in this one. <laughs> and, and I don't know if that's the case. I'm, I'm just, right. I'm kidding around, but mm -hmm. um, it, you know, it, it, it says something that whenever they offered it to him, you know, he came back. And, you know, he didn't do it for a paycheck. He did it because he loved the character and he, you know, and, and, and damn it if he wasn't the best, right? And I think somewhere deep down, he knew he was the best. So if they were coming to him and saying, hey, we're doing these video games, these Arkham Asylum video games, we want you to be Batman. He's, yeah. he's committed to it. And, mm -hmm. and I always said this about the, the Arkham games that, it felt like uh, like a spiritual sequel to the animated series. There was it had a lot of the same cast from the from the animated series, uh, yeah. especially the first one. Mm -hmm. And so feeling like, oh well, I get to I spent so many hours of my childhood watching Batman. Now I get to be Batman, you know. Yeah. And and I'm sorry that Batman sucked in those games and it took me a while because <laughs> I'm not a very good gamer. So I don't play very many video games, uh, but it, uh, but it's, but there was just so much fun and, and then, and having his voice there, it, whether I realized it or not playing with him, it, it made all the difference, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, to your point on that one, it's like, I went, I spent so many years of, you know, not just my childhood, but my life, like, like yourself of just hearing Kevin Conroy as Batman, where it's almost like the, the, the next thing, the next Batman, anything I watched and he wasn't the voice of Batman. It's like, I almost in a way didn't like it. And that's because I didn't like the movie. It was just because it wasn't Conroy, you know? And that was like, right. like you said too, no disrespect to the, you know, the person that was carrying, uh, the voice mantle so to speak but it just it wasn't 
Batman to me, right? You know, and it's like, right. you know, you play those Arkham games and they're not very uh, fast games. I got to tell you, you know, <laughs> they're very long, uh, long video games, especially the first one. So the fact that he took so much time, yeah. you know, to be the voice of Batman, you know, for those games to me, like, like you just beautifully said, you know, just uh, it's just another testament to how much he loved uh, the character. Because like I said, you know, you're, you're playing a game like that, but that's like a two, three hour game. You know, that's like, that's like Batman Rise of Sinzu, where it's like a like you can beat the game in one hour if you wanted to, right? Right, yeah. Um, yeah. So it is, it is like you said, you know, it's almost like it's another spiritual uh, successor to um, to Batman animated series. It, I, that's always how I've seen it because it it was, um, you know, it, it it being him and and Mark Hamill and and same thing with the Killing Joke movie when they I remember when they announced they were doing the Killing Joke movie. You know, we had all heard for years that Mark Hamill, you know, he, he kept saying he was retiring as the Joker, but he like even to this day, I don't think he's, he's right. still not, you know, <laughs> um, he probably he said this, he was retired as Luke Skywalker. And we yeah, all, and he, we all know what happened to him. <laughs> he literally just did the Mandalorian season three <laughs> or, or season two, excuse me. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, or, or not. Season, wait, what am I thinking of? Oh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett was the last thing he was in. Um <laughs> But um, got confused because Mando was in it. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. uh, they're, uh, they're but uh, exactly, <laughs> they have the same costume essentially. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, it was it, it was so cool seeing, you know, like when they announced the Killing Joke movie. I remember thinking, well, if it isn't Hamill and Conroy, I don't care. <laughs> you know, right. mm-hmm. I'll probably still watch it. But if it isn't them, then. You know, especially since Hamill kept saying, well, I'd, I'd come out of retirement for that. I would do that. I would definitely want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in that situation, they I think Mark Hamill was I think he was filming one of the Star Wars sequels. So he didn't get mm-hmm. to. Uh, so they weren't in the room together. But at that point, they're both so, so fucking good that it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, they could. Yep. I'm sure they could just imagine how the other one sounded and they were OK. Mm-hmm. Um but it it uh, but like I said, uh, you know they did the um, you know even Kevin Conroy being Batman in the Injustice games was was awesome you know just yeah it it, it makes it, in in those situations and the um, what was it called the seventy fifth anniversary they did they did that Batman Beyond short uh, yeah and then they did the uh, they did another one that was the, I think it's called Strange Cases or Strange Days, yeah. uh, where it's like black and white. But but Batman literally only has, I think he only says two things. I think the only thing he says is for now or something like that. Right. Um, and he, yeah, but even that, it's just, like I said, two words and the gravitas of, of his performance is felt. And, mm-hmm. and it's just instantly recognizable for us as fans and and the whole time, I remember the first time I watched it, all I could think the whole time was like, oh, that's Batman. That's that's him. That's Kevin, you know, thinking like, yeah. you know, and, and he wasn't even talking. So technically, mm-hmm. it's not even him playing the character <laughs> for 99% of it, yeah. but it still felt like him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Absolutely. Um, Nico, this has been... Or, Nico, sorry. <laughs> you called me Nico. <laughs> I, I was, I was thinking because I mentioned him earlier. So, uh, Zeddy, this this has been such a blast. I, I'm so glad we got mm-hmm. to do this today. Um, yeah, it's it's been tough trying to trying to process all this. You know, it's it's, it's somebody yeah. that you know for for both of us. You know, I mean, I you know, I, like I said, I met him a couple times, but like he wasn't my friend. You know, he wasn't. Uh, somebody I, I I I knew him well only because I sought out interviews with him. If I was mm-hmm. bored driving, I would look for podcasts that he was doing, um, or he might have guest starred in, like the uh, Inside of You with Rosenbaum. Uh, yeah. That that episode is amazing, so I highly recommend you all check that out. Um, you get a lot of his story, and it's a beautiful story. Um, but he. Um, but it, it, it was a loss, you know, and they, you know, he was my hero. That's, you know, uh, a buddy of mine texted me and said, Hey, what's going on? I saw you tweet something about being really sad or whatever. And I said, 
Kevin Conroy died, man. Like my hero's mm-hmm. gone. And but you know, gone but never forgotten, right? Amen. Amen. Yeah, you know, of course, you know, if I can, you know, just stay here from um just for a minute, you know, I am truly blessed and and I'm like, you know, you thought of me, you know, for this trip because I know we were attempting to get some few other people here, but you know, just the fact that you know you thought of me, you know, to do a tribute episode, you know, to this iconic, you know, important person uh in my life. To me, this was a very cathartic uh conversation. You know, there were a few proverbial tears coming down my eye, you know, just watching and hearing all the stories of you uh talk about Conway, you know, because I I it's gonna be one of those you're never gonna get tired of hearing how great of a person he was and just the impact that he had just on other people. Cause that is the most important thing, you know, even uh, watching an episode of uh, beware the great ghost, which is one of my favorite oh, uh, yeah. episodes yeah. of Batman, anything. Um, it kind of hit me in a way. Cause now I'm like, well, now he gets to be with the great ghost, yeah. you know? And it's oh. like, that was Adam West that did it. And it's like, that was such a beautiful uh, thing that the animated series did and now it's like when you think about it well it's like well now he is with the great ghost he is the great ghost now if you really want to think of it that way and i guess for me it's like the one thing that i could end on is that you know for kevin conroy like you said too gone but never forgotten but just like wonder woman said in the end of justice unlimited the adventure continues absolutely and wow yeah the way you put that is so beautiful um so uh and yeah, he he was uh, he was the the gray ghost to our Batman, right? And yeah. and that's that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I can't top that. That was beautiful. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, uh, um, I try. <laughs> we'll, we'll carry this on here. Yeah, but of course, you know, if you guys do want to uh, hear me talk more, of course, we're we're gonna have our own little special tribute on um, the Vigilante 1939 podcast. Go give that a follow. Uh, that's the podcast that I host, co-host with my childhood best friends who I grew up watching uh, Batman animated series with. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys can follow me on Twitter and TikTok at Nick Zendik uh, and give my letterbox a follow at Zeddy Films. But JJ, thank you so much again, brother. This was a uh, this was another blast. So thank you. Uh, you know, it's it's always a pleasure talking to you, uh, whether on or off the air, right? You know, uh, so uh, so thank you for joining me. And I'm uh, and I thought about it a lot where I was like, I, e- even if it was just me, it, like I said, I tried to do it with just me and it, yeah. and it just didn't, didn't feel right. I was like, no, I, I need, I need somebody here to talk to. And yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad it was you. I really am. Thank so, you. Thank you. Brother. Um, that means a lot. Of course. Uh, folks, you know, uh, you can follow me at four comic junkies, you know, you, you know, me by this point, um, you know, usually I end with some sort of self-deprecating joke or something, but <laughs> I don't want to do that this time. Um, we'll just say to uh, to Kevin Conroy, thank you. Thank you for being our Batman. And you'll never be top, sir. And rest in peace. <laughs>